Today on Locked on Rockies, outmatched, especially on offense, yet again, the Colorado Rockies continue to go and struggle on the road. You are Locked on Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked on Rockies fans, welcome to the Locked on Rockies podcast for today, the fifth day of July in the year 2023. I'm your host of the Locked on Rockies podcast, Paul Holden, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. If your team is the Colorado Rockies, well, guess what? You're in the right spot because that's what we do around here each and every single day is talk to you about the Colorado Rockies, breaking it all down and bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk. Shout outs to my everydayers out there, my everyday listeners. You can be part of the show. You can fire off your Rockies hot takes, have your Rockies questions answered live here on the Locked On Rockies podcast. All you got to do is search Locked On Rockies rockies and uh you can be found on our your favorite streaming service and on youtube your subscription to the locked on rockies youtube channel is the best way to help the show grow we're going to talk about the sweep by the houston astros we're going to talk about chase anderson and we're going to talk about the continued elephant in the room which is the colorado rockies offense before we dive into all that swing for the fences on sleeper picks and you could win up to 100 times your money with our title sponsor, Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions do apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Currently operational in over 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. Um, where to start here? Let's, do we want to start positive? Do we want to start happy? Rockies leave the yard. Rockies come back. Rockies down five to nothing in the second game against Houston and show some life, show some energy. But it's mostly flat. I mean, there's 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 so many. The issues continue to mount. It, it, where do you want to start with with the issues? But let's 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 instead focus on the fact that CJ Crone leaves the yard for the first time since uh, coming back to the IL. And uh, we also saw uh, a Grichik home run as well. We saw this team generate some extra base hits, but you can just tell in the broadcasts, you can tell it on both the TV and the radio side, and it sounds like you can hear it from Buddy Black in the comments as well, is the lack of extra base production is just simply baffling. And, it, and it's, a, it's a damning, damning uh, trait of the Colorado Rockies. This this is a team that that just simply cannot continue to be this bad in terms of offense. They they their their position players are are not perform. I mean, there's the, the the Rockies run differential and basically every other. The, if it wasn't for the A's, the Rockies would above and beyond be the worst team in baseball when it comes to offensive production and really overall. I mean. There are other teams with issues. There are other teams that with similar records. There are other teams experiencing a tough 2023, but the Rockies are at the forefront of this list and 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 none of the things that that we that that you kind of can consider with the Rockies is is, is really working. And 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 it and it starts especially with offense. This team is able to win used to be able to win the slugfest, used to be able to win the games where uh, it was a back and forth affair. 
Instead, you have a game like today in which a situation comes up early in the ballgame and the Rockies find themselves down by three runs, and, and you're just simply not confident that this team is going to come back. Now, they do come back in this one, and uh, it, it, it's, it, it's a, it was good to see home runs and, and, and things of that nature, but it's not enough, and it's especially not enough uh, when you're going on the road here. Uh, the, the Astros are just... Too good. I mean, you you can't go score five runs in two games and expect to to win those ball games uh, against a team that is really heating up, really coming into their own, and really looking for a group. Houston did exactly what they were hoping to do in that series, which was basically steamroll the Rockies. You can look in the finale, and yes, you can say the Rockies chipped away, kept it close in certain situations, but. This entire series, this entire series, and you can go to the Atlanta series, you can go to the Dodgers series, these good teams, these great teams, stay in the driver's seat and are, are, and are there dominating the Rockies throughout the series, either winning the series or sweeping the series. I mean, I know the Rockies did get their first win against the Dodgers in that last series, and uh, they, but that's the, when we're watching these teams, and with, with the exposure to more teams and with the exposure to more clubs because of the rules and changes in the schedule, you can see how far away the Rockies continue to be, whether it be great teams in the AL, great teams in the uh, in the NL. And the Rockies have to be looking at a team like Houston because, remember, there was a time where Houston was a terrible baseball team, a really, really bad baseball team. Instead, they've been able to turn it around and have now become a powerhouse group. You can say what you want about the past. You can say all that stuff. That's that's fair, I, I, I do think. But at the same time, they are developing great players. They are establishing depth. They are investing in the right ways. They are making the tough decisions. They're making deals. And they're getting performance. I mean, this is an Astros team that that was that's been dealing with injuries as well. This is an Astros team that's been that's been dealing with injuries in the field as well. But notice how the Astros can manage stay above 500, keep themselves in the race and then and start heating up to get themselves in a position with their good players to come back. Whereas the Rockies, the starters got hurt. There's no really other options because after this game and after the last three starts for Chase Anderson, we have to start asking ourselves, how much can the Rockies keep turning to this guy? They might not really have much of another choice, obviously, given the state of things, given the state of the team and, and things of that nature. But it, it, it just doesn't seem like the Rockies are really anywhere close to these teams when it comes to the depth and when it comes to good player evaluation. Because how long are we going it, to... It's, it's the same storylines. I mean... Every game, especially every game against good teams, it's the same things that are brought up over and over again. If you've been listening to the pod this whole season, you're probably like, Paul, you keep bringing up the same points. You keep bringing up the same points. It's because they keep getting exposed every single game, and they keep getting exposed in every single series against these dominant teams. The Rockies can't hit home runs, but the other teams can. That's how they get the Astros take the lead and, and, and win in, the, in these two games. The Rockies can't get length from their starting pitching. That's where it goes to it turns to a bullpen and things get it still get shaky. I mean, there's the, every single issue that you saw in the Braves series, the Dodgers series, and all of the other bad series before is just on full display because the Rockies are they're trotting out the same team and the same and, and obviously there's only so much you can do, but 
this needs to be the uh, another moment again where the front office has to reflect has to look at it has to look at this terrible Rockies run differential the second worst in baseball they have to look at the fact that the above, that the Rockies are mostly below average from every single position on the field and especially below average when it comes to offense this team can't hit home runs this team this team can't slug this team can't hit extra bases this team is not doing really anything that it needs to do to beat teams like the Astros so when the Rockies play teams throughout 2023 and they can't and they don't make adjustments and they keep taking the same approaches and they keep playing and peddling out the same lineups and the same players, you can expect these results. It's more and more clear that the Rockies need to clear house as much as possible, front office and roster wise, and start over. You can't, I mean, there are pieces to be confident in, but there are so many things that are so far off. And it's on full display yet again when the Rockies play these good teams. Let's talk about Chase Anderson, and we'll answer a question here from the live chat. Coming up in segment number two here on the Locked on Rockies podcast. Let's dive into that, continue our conversation about the Rockies here after we talk to you about Sleeper. Sleeper is the place that's going to help you. Make some money on some baseball. Sleeper is a fantasy sport and real money gaming app focused on bringing people together through sports and gaming. Sleeper has become the fastest organically growing fantasy platform in the world with over 5 million active users. Sleeper Picks is, uh, you can choose two to eight of your favorite players from pregame live or even across different sports and you combine them together. And it's kind of like a weird, it really is the ultimate fantasy experience and you, it includes props bets it includes daily fantasy baseball options and you can get 100 times your money on daily fantasy baseball because sleeper is now offering up to 100 times payout for up to eight to pick eight pick contests choose as many as eight players that you like and pick more or less on your favorite baseball stats like home run strikeout hits and more get your picks right and you can win big swing for the fences on sleeper picks and you can win up to 100 times your money use promo code locked on and sleeper will match your first deposit up to 100 dollars predict the hottest baseball stats like home runs hits strikeouts Strikeouts and much more to cash in on your daily fantasy baseball skills. Uh, go head down, download the Sleeper app, and don't forget to use that promo code Locked On and get that 100% instant deposit match up to $100 using promo code Locked On. Don't forget, use that code Locked On for that instant $100 match. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast. We are free and streaming on your favorite streaming service, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. Shout-outs to our everydayers out there, including Jack Marciso. I, I probably just totally butchered your last name. Apologies for that. And Kevin Greenhoe. Jack asks, what about Todd Helton as the new manager at, or at least hitting coach? I just don't know if that's the answer. I, 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 I think the best thing the Rockies can do is get away from Rockies lore and history. Break the mold. Do something different. I mean, bringing Todd Helton back isn't necessary. It doesn't. What is Todd Hel What is Todd Helton going to do? I mean, he he might be an interesting hitting coach, and if and if he can have pitchers adopt or hitters adopt his philosophy of hitting and, and increase great patience and become incredible doubles hitters with wonderful power, that'd be awesome. But I'm not necessarily confident just waving the magic wand and and bringing in Todd Helton answers the questions of the Rockies. 
I think more and more as we continue to look at it and watch these teams and watch the great teams like the Astros, the preparation, the mindset, the philosophy, the approach, everything seems to be behind. I mean, the Rockies hit a ton of ground balls in the first game, couldn't figure out the first pitcher, and then this rookie dominates him for most of the game. I don't know what it, I, and I, I just don't necessarily think by bringing in Todd Helton, you 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 magically fix your problems. I mean, the Marlins brought in Barry Bonds, and that didn't change much. I mean, there's there's a different idea, different philosophy, and I think you have if you're if you're going to kind of pick former Rockies and you're going to stick with your inside the organization promotional structure, Pacheco's doing some good. I believe it's Pacheco there at the at the AAA level, and Albuquerque is doing great things. And there's 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 talk of what he's doing and the success that players are feeling there. But more and more, the scrutiny has to continue to fall on Schmidt and Dick Momfort and the organization because this is the team that they're organizing. And this is the team they do believe that 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 can compete with the Astros, the Dodgers and such. And they're going to lean. It's it's coming, folks, and it's already started. I mean, and, and it is a fine excuse, but they are going to lean so hard and so heavy on the injuries. I can guarantee it. It's, well, we didn't want to admit, you know, we thought the core was pretty strong of this Rockies team, and we, we felt that we, with, the, with the injuries that we could run it back and we can bring it back and we can do this and blah, 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 blah. I don't need to see another former Rocky come in and try to take over this. I need someone from outside the Rockies organization to come in here and change things. I, th- I thought Bam Bam Williams was going to do it. I mean, it was, was an option. I don't think the Rockies need to continue to look within the Rockies family or the Rockies lineage to, to address their hiring or manager or, or any situations. And again, I really don't think a change in manager does anything for the Rockies. A change in general manager, a change in front office, a change in ownership, a change in analytics department, a change in preparations departments and bench coaches and things of that nature, that all makes sense. I mean, it needs to be at the point where the Rockies need to be considering a a complete clean house. I mean, there's if you fire Bud Black, but you keep Daryl Scott in there, that doesn't make any sense. Why does Daryl Scott get more opportunity and more chances than Bud Black? It's just I just don't I I really truly think if you're going to if, to bring in to bring new you need new ideas desperately you need new mindsets you need new philosophies you need new approaches to being the Colorado Rockies than just this the same old song and dance that we're we're, we're seeing there and I almost let out a curse word there because. Because how else are, I mean, don't you just watch these games and you just feel like the Rockies are completely outmatched in this situation? I mean, this is, this is, it's just, it's just terrible. And here from, from Oak Tree status, the Rockies are 30th at MLB with minus 0.6 FWR from position players. The Oakland A's are 29th with 2.8 FWR. The Rockies are also 30th in WRC+, meaning that even if you take the defense out, it's still the very worst the Rockies have to offer, and that's in terms of offense. The Rockies are broken. Here's more from uh, Luke Hall here at Oak Tree Status. Rockies year-end narratives you should be ready to ignore. The pitching injuries are to blame. A, the Rockies have the worst offense in MLB, and their 766 OPS in cores is the worst in team history. Two, it's young growing pains. 72% of all plate appearances are from players 
28 and older. As of July 4th, 2023, the Rockies have given the fourth most played appearances of all MLB teams to 20 players 28 years of age or older, and they have combined for a negative 0.7 FWR. Rephrased, the Rockies veteran players have the worst FWR in uh, baseball, and I believe FWR is fan graphs baseball, in baseball, yet received the fourth most opportunities. That's the problem. That's the issue. That... I do not I mean there's there there has been no Rockies veteran outside of Elias Diaz that deserves the consistent starting playing time and maybe Ryan McMahon. But do you really believe the Rockies are going to change this? Do you really believe the Rockies aren't going to go and 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 play their veterans and continue to give them opportunities? No. The Rockies aren't young. The, uh, by in terms of things, the Rockies have some young guys, but the Rockies' dedication to players that aren't producing is very high and continues to be high, and it's exemplified by Chase Anderson. I don't really think you can sit there for Chase Anderson and say that it, to to give him that many more chances. Plain and simple. I mean, his first few starts, sure, but the Rockies starters. I was listening on the broadcast. I don't. They got like three wins in the past since June or something, like mid June, and it's all been Austin Gomber. I I totally butchered that stat, but it's 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 it was something that I heard on the on the broadcast today, and and Chase Anderson's last three starts have have just flat out been bad, and put the Rockies in tough spots to win. Ten hits, nine earned runs on two walks, one strikeouts against the Angels, and two and two thirds. Six hits, six earned runs, two walks to six strikeouts against the Dodgers in three and two-thirds. Four innings, seven hits, five earned, a walk, three strikeouts. We can't keep having Chase Anderson go up there and just throw meatballs and miss spots. It was the... We, it, it was kind of a classic thing again, what we've seen with some of these things. It was, it was hey, uh, this guy's coming over, a couple of good starts. Hey, that's pretty interesting. That's pretty good. That's pretty nice. But but it's not really that good. I mean, it, and, and the offense isn't doing enough to win the slobber knocker game. Look at Kyle Freeland. Kyle Freeland's getting less than three runs a game on the road of support for him. Kyle Freeland can't get his offense to score, and he's suffering for it. Chase Anderson can't even go five innings without giving six runs up. The The recipe for success for the Rockies can't continue to be, hey, let's give them a little rehab thing. Hey, let's bring them in here. Bring them in. Come on. I mean, they don't have much of a choice in terms of some of the injuries this year, but that exposes their inability of drafting and creating pitching depth. More and more in series like this, time and time again, I get to sit here on this podcast and tell you yet again, the Rockies' flaws are fully exposed by great teams like the Astros. When you can't hit and slug and can't get on base, when your pitching staff and starters can't go past the fifth, when you give up multiple home runs in games and don't hit home runs yourself, it's all broken. The Rockies, as an organization, are broken. They might be strong as a team. They might have to be a strong unit. But as a team, as an organization, and, and, and their philosophies, it's all broken. All broken. 
the biggest need for the Colorado Rockies is a change in philosophy, a change in mindset, a change in belief in how this organization is supposed to be run and succeed. Because the success is too far in between. And the post-Arenado era has only continued to build more and more frustration. I want to feel confident in this team and in the direction of this team, but they have yet to give me any sort of a reason to do so. Since trading Nolan Arenado, the moves don't match up. The moves don't make sense. The path doesn't make sense. The decisions don't make sense. And we're facing another possible trade deadline where the Rockies could raise their hands up and say, ah, you know what? We're just going to ride with it. The market wasn't that good. And they're just going to go, and it's going to be August, and Nolan Jones and 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 uh, Michael Tolia and, and, and all these other young guys aren't going to play because Jerks and Profar needs to go out there. And CJ Crone needs to go out there. Why? Because they're veterans. Show those young guys the ropes. We're the Rockies. We love our veteran presence. Go young. Go new. Do something different. I'm begging you, Colorado. <sighs> Let's look ahead. Let's talk more about the Rockies. Uh, continue to uh, see what we're going on here. In Rockies land, uh, quick series, and it went exactly, you know, it, it, it kind of exactly how you thought. But here's, here's, here's my closing thought. You can't keep giving opportunities to these veteran guys if they are not going to step it up and perform. And that is especially true when it comes to pitching. More stats here from Oak Tree status from the Rockies. They're 26th in walk rate, 24th in K rate, 23rd in ISO. And the only team that is worse in all three metrics is the Kansas City Royals. The Colorado Rockies are one of the worst teams in baseball. And they are not showing signs of improving. Let's talk more Rockies baseball coming up here in segment number three. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast, where we are bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. Thank you, Lux Ace and Kevin Greenho, Jack Maricio. Maricio, oh boy, that's just embarrassing. I'm just embarrassing myself. Jack, thank you so much for being in the live chat. You can be part of the live chat. You can vent your Rockies frustrations here on the podcast and uh, and help the show grow by subscribing to Locked on Rockies on YouTube. You can also find us on SiriusXM and the SiriusXM app. Just check it out there. Just search Locked on Rockies and Colorado Rockies for all your play-by-play action on the SiriusXM app. And FNL Aviator says, what I don't like is our front office and ownership base their decisions based on a let's hope our guys rebound versus that team's good. Our team wants team that does good by happenstance instead. Again, I truly believe in what my buddy Jambron said. I do think Dick Momfort, you know, spends his little money, gets some interest, he gets, he has his, some of the names he likes, and then kicks his feet up, puts his heads, hands behind his back, and he says, "Well, it worked once. It's gonna work again." It's, I mean, I don't know. I it it just drains on me. I I just. It, when you care so much, when you put so much time and effort into this, and this is even before just doing the podcast and all this stuff, I mean, 
it's just it's just serious like this. And when you read the stats and when you see the things and you hear the narratives, it, it just does, you know. It it makes fans ask the worst type of question, which is why am I spending why why am I spending my time caring about this team? Why am I spending my time focusing about this team? Why do I put so much investment into this team when it is just laced with so much frustration, so much malpractice, so much confusion, so many issues? And you watch other teams that are just constantly relevant. Could you imagine if the Rockies won, were, were, were winning the division or in the division race for 10 years in a row? Like the Dodgers or the Braves? You can't, we, we can't even fathom that. I can't even fathom the Rockies winning the division in the next five years. But it's, it, 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 it's in their minds the Rockies are doing things... There's no, the, the, it's just so, the Rockies are just so weird, man. They are just so weird. You just hear all this crud about them in the offseason. You hear the crud from the other teams. You, you see the lack of inaction. And then you see the ballpark full of people. And, and, and again, go to Rockies games and do it. It's really not going to change. Dick Momfort's not selling anytime soon. As, even as much as my, my t-shirt back there, I wish it, it would. But I, I, I just, I do hope that if this is the 100 loss season, if this is the first one, you can't sit there and just claim ignorance and, and, and give me the same old spiel of BS at the end of this season. The Rockies suck. The development of the players is poor. The depth that the Rockies have created as an organization is poor. The reputation the Rockies have in the wide stream baseball market is poor. And that is on you. That is on you, Dick Momford. That is on you, Bill Schmidt. That is on all the people that create and build this team. You are a team that has TV deals figured out, attendance figured out, all these other things figured out, other than actual baseball team crafting. There are the Rockies are in a completely the Rockies are performing worse in categories versus a team that everyone is calling a triple A team. <laughs> the Rockies across the board are of the one of the worst teams in baseball across multiple statistical categories. And if that doesn't lead to any sort of change, whether it be in the front office, whether it maybe even it is the manager, whether it's trades, the Rockies are continuing to feed you a spool of BS so you enjoy watching games in the summer at course still. The Rockies are not fun to watch right now. Plain and simple. Few times in 2023 have the Colorado Rockies been really an enjoyable baseball team worth your time watching. Very few times. One month out of the out of the season so far in May. And that also it, it isn't just front office because there are some veteran players that need to step it up and do a lot more. We're looking at all of the people with contract extensions. We're looking at Mr. Big Contract in outfield, and I know we got a home run, but there is so much more the Rockies can do from the top down to get better. The question is, will they do it 
And do they have the leadership to get them there? I don't necessarily believe in that, especially when it comes to the front office. FNL Aviator says, or even if we have a game where they are good hitting Dick Momford, I think things see our offense is good, but he doesn't want to see the 161 games of poor offense. No, he doesn't. I, I completely, I, I do agree. It's, it's cookie cutter template answer BS. So he can just kind of cover his buns and just say, well, cause, cause again, he's going to tell you that the Rockies were hurt this year. They lost Brandon Rogers. They didn't have their starters. And if they were fully healthy, the Rockies are fully confident that they believe that they would be a 500 team competing at least for the wild card, if not the division. Wah, bah, 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 bah. Charlie Brown. Wah, 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 wah. That's all I hear. It's all I hear from the front office. It's all I hear from Dick Montfort. Uh Yeah, I don't know, folks. That's. I, I wanted to, to not be so negative. I wanted to not retread on things, but it, again... When you play these good teams, you get exposed. And yet again, the Colorado Rockies were exposed. Folks, thank you so much for making Lockdown Rockies your first listen of the day. Uh, we will be back in action tomorrow, bringing you more Colorado Rockies talk. Even if it's a frustrating team, we're still watching. We're still talking. We're still hanging out with all of you, bringing you your, your daily Colorado Rockies talk. Thank you to Luxace, FNL Aviator, Jack, and Kevin Greenhoe for joining the show today. And uh, they, they, it is, uh, uh, we appreciate it because you know what? The Rockies might not have uh, been having a good time. The show, however, has been growing. We're getting lots of people in here tuning in and joining the show. So I thank you all for, for making us your first listen of the day. Go check out uh, all your other favorite Locked On Colorado podcasts, including Locked On Broncos, Locked On Buffs, Locked On Avalanche, and Locked On Nuggets podcasts. You can find us on your favorite streaming service on SiriusXM and a whole lot more. Folks, until next time, this is Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked On Rockies podcast.